Hi, good morning. Welcome to today's WGO podcast. Today we're going to try something different. We're going to walk inside gym on the treadmill. I hate treadmills, but I got to control for some of the dangerous walking conditions around here this winter. As we get into the winter months, so this is just more predictable coming here about this time. Get the background noise of the music, the background noise of the treadmill, but I think with this microphone, should be able to still make it out with good enough quality. So here we are. Um, yeah, I've been influenced by some master classes the last couple of days. Watched the one with Werner Herzog. Uh, how basically, in a nutshell, it's don't make excuses. You don't need fancy equipment. You don't need fancy crews. You need to get to the point. You can't get to the point of whatever film you're trying to make you have to uh, not hold on to extra cluttery footage if it doesn't have a point if it doesn't have the essence of something if it's not relevant get rid of it get the fluff out so I found it to be incredibly useful and I'm glad that I spent a little money on the master class series so I could hear him speak and now I'm on to Judd Apatow, which is quite different. And Judd is, was raised, and, and his mother got a job at a comedy club. So he was around comedians early, and he was able to be, kind of learn business early. And um, yeah, it's interesting because he's able to really see the process and see how it's done early. He's got pretty dialed in now, and he can strip away structure. He says, like, he'd watch, he'd get collections of taxi, screenplays, or scripts, and Simpsons first episode back when he started. And he would outline as it went through, he'd outline it. And that was uh, how he learned how things were structured. This fucking mask was driving me crazy. Fucking. It's a little different than. Now, normally on the treadmill I'm noticing it because I'm taking much bigger breaths. It's closing the mat to suck in. It does actually drive me fucking crazy right now. So whatever. It's COVID shit. It's a, the, it's a pain in the ass. Alright. Uh, moving on. So it's interesting the master class. It's it's inspired me to not only do the podcast, but do its video film companions. And that was the point of today. I wanted to have an exercise trying to put something together. So I've got a library of about, you know, give or take 35 podcasts now. And I wanted to go back and make video companions on most of them so that they make more sense and unpack them a little bit better and cut some of the crap out and get to the essence of what is this podcast really trying to say? And you come out with a couple of minutes a quick video montage and then you get the challenge of trying to shoot your video your footage I mean, and uh, the technique I'm using with my kid is to tack up things or screenshots from the internet foot, other footage because everything's been shot right I figure everything's been shot you know filmed or something in some form most things so you take these montages these clips just to kind of lay out the storyboard uh, lay out the timeline Lay out the cards is what uh, Apatow calls them. Judd Apatow calls it laying out the cards. So you lay out the story, 
and then you can kind of play with what makes sense, what fits, what arrangement fits. And then you can go to the trouble of planning how you're going to shoot your footage. You know, how you're going to shoot your own proprietary video so you're not, you know, getting copyright strikes or, you know, getting getting sued or something like that. So nobody wants to deal with that. I'm sure there's some rules about things that are in the public domain. But again, as a filmmaker, if you're kind of pushing the artist thing, so you're pushing being a writer and an artist in the morning with a podcast, a podcaster and a writer. Our podcasting leads to being a writer, whatever the order needs to be. And then you got, by extension, you become, you know, a, a writer that can uh, make movies, make films, make video. And, uh, you know, you do that uh, as a challenge to make it clearer, present a different channel, and also tune the messages, tune what you're trying to say, tune the art to where the audiences are. The audiences, well, that's what they say. We all like to watch a quick, effective, good video is better than reading, sitting and reading a book for most people. Not everybody, but most people, that's just a better form factor. And uh, but the music project at night, same thing. It's like just putting out a record, putting out a CD, and assuming people are going to find or listen to it. It's it's, it's going to have a minimal impact. But if you couple, what's the point of your songs? If it's just to rock out, fine. Present that visually, um, and kind of perform virtually. It shows you would perform live if you were out on the road. And it's, it's actually ideal for me because I don't really want to be on the road that much. So it's like a perfect opportunity to blend all these things together, which is the artistic creation. This, what are you trying to say or what's the, the aesthetic or what are, you trying to, what are you trying to do? What's the point? If it's just to be cool or sound cool or sound evoke emotion, fine. You know, how do you present that both audio and visual? And, and not make it, make, not force a choice that it has to be the audio or the visual. It can be both. So, that's kind of the challenge. So, I've got a library of about 35 podcasts that need videos. Go to YouTube and maybe have Vimeo as well. As I met a professional videographer this summer named Brandon, and he uses Vimeo. He doesn't like YouTube. So it'd be interesting to have coffee or have a drink with him and pick his brain about why. And then maybe, eventually, maybe he becomes the first cinematographer for the bigger projects. I think that film, after music film, learning film, I guess I say learning, because learning is where the writing and the podcasting comes from. It's really about learning and trying to understand and have a good perspective about things, a good orientation, and not waste time and get lost. I just think that it makes humans better and they're not completely lost. So the learning breeds the writing. And the writing become, quickly becomes... Um, you know, morphs into a video or film or movies because that's the best way to absorb a story. To me, I should love going to movies. It saddens me that it's kind of being challenged as an art form right now. So, there's that. Um, yeah. 
don't want to be too long-winded on the treadmill. Uh, just kind of experimenting here to see how this comes out. But it's kind of the process. I wanted to share it and kind of get it out and think about it on tape. Um, I would encourage anybody who's trying to learn about these things to, to take those master classes on a you know, master class app because it's actually pretty reasonably priced for a year. It's less than $100 for a year subscription. And you can go through as many of them as you'd like. Oh, um, so yeah. Um, and I did the, again, the Warner Herzog. Um, it just really, I would say at the end of the day, it's focused and it must matter, it must be relevant. He is clever with his locations and filming. He's very physical. It's like, it's in frame, he's gonna be physical. Actors and actresses, there's no hierarchy. So everybody's equal or everybody brings something. You're only there for a reason. Everybody's there for a reason. Uh, get it done. Don't make excuses. Uh, expect failure. Expect criticism. Uh, do it for your own reasons. Be happy with what you're doing. Make good art. Make great art. Make great art. And get, get it done. And don't try to be so formulaic. He's not a formula guy. So that's what the Warner Herzog lessons. It's very good. Let's do it again, actually. Judd is different. Judd would, did the formula. And he, he mentioned that he had an instructor. Said somebody, I don't think it's the name, but it literally like did a three-act whole thing. You know, introduce a character, introduce a problem, show the resolution, maybe some variances along the way, but very formula, formulatic. And he describes how he's picked apart and distilled out of many different scripts and screenplays the essence of how the story flows and how to do things and how to resolve characters and stuff. And he's done all that. So he's kind of different than Herzog. But it's important to know his approach too. He's very efficient. He seems very efficient. He's very fast. Very fast. And he's able to do high volume. Which in today's world is good, you know. And he also reminded me if you make a piece of art in this case, a screenplay or a script. So you're done, start the next. Don't wait. It'll probably take you 10 before you get, it, get one. Get it, sell one. In the meantime, you're gonna have to make money. You can't wait and expect this, these things to pay the bills. So, I'll share with you today, I got another interview at one o'clock. At this point, I'll pretty much take any job that I can get my hands on, because I need to get started. And then I'll have to go through the process of revising that. And then uh, end up all the time hammering the artwork. But ideally, I get a job where I can do artwork in my mind and with my recorder and with a notepad throughout the course of the day without people prying and bothering me or you know, hide, you know, not having to hide it all the time. That's ideal. Right? You do the job, you're doing a great job, paying a service to the world. At the same time, you need these cracks in between where you can guiltlessly and you know without creating an issue or a rift or a work problem continue these other efforts so i'm definitely gravitating towards things where i'm by myself i don't like office settings things where i can talk out loud or be recorded this sort of thing this is what it's probably going to take to keep all these balls moving at the same time i really want to push hard the art because 
even if I pivot in the future, I'll have this library of things that should anything happen to me, I feel like I will have tried to make a contribution to make the world a better place. I left something for my kids. Should some tragedy strike, they've got something they can tap into. So, I need to do it all today. That's the thing, it's gotta be today. You gotta stop putting it off. Everything turns into a problem. You gotta be tougher push than today. So, so yeah, today, the WGO podcast doing it right now. The WGO videos, quickly, take one at a time every day. So it'll take 35 days a month to take a podcast, listen to it, do the outline of it, like Epitel does to scripts. Write down what is this about, what is this really about, and then script out that little mini movie, little movie. And it's only going to be a couple minutes, and then script out what the footage would be, even if it's drawn or whatever, and then you got your script, maybe you got your audio, you've got your distilled audio that you're going to be your audio track, your audio timeline, lay that in Filmora, and then go get your footage and run fast. You got to create one per day. That's the goal. Or maybe you want every two days because you might have to do the planning day and the footage day. And you need to be able to do this now. And if I could buy 30, 40, 30, 60, 90 days more of time, I could just probably make a leap and just do this only and avoid the whole job thing. That's where I get, that's where I get scared. My fear is that I'm not going to have the time or bandwidth to do the footage. So, there's those. Humanomics should have already been written. you got to get humanomics in the books. Humanomics solution to what's going on right now in the world, right now humanity. And humanomics would create the bandwidth, create the freedom, lower the tensions, lower the poverty, make life better for everybody on Earth. And it doesn't necessarily have to threaten or scare the status quo to where they revolt or rebel or put, it, put down the rebellion. Okay? Humanomics is very important. Both the short form, get it out, long form, the big details, Backed up with the evidence, the facts, which is the industry reports. You may have to subscribe to IBIS for a minute or whatever to get the good industry intel or as good as you can get. And then after that, it's just kind of keeping your eye on the event horizon. Beyond humanomics, you know, you've got other things. All right, wrap it up here. Y'all have a good day. Wanted to share the process. Wanted to share some of the new things. Um, you guys, the whole idea is to keep, keep it moving, keep creating, don't fear the duds, don't just generate junk, okay, don't generate noise in life, don't, that's not the point, that's not the, the message, the message is, keep going, don't give up, keep trying to reconfigure and refactor and try to figure out where, where, where you get the right resonance frequency, in my case, don't panic as the resources dry up, you start to really panic about the time, don't panic. Just keep your head down, have a little faith that you can keep the ball moving. Even if you're busy again. There's some good benefits to being busy. Alright, take it easy. Peace out.